0: What up, everybody? Alex Kapitko here, centered from Reality Podcast. I guess I'm doing two episodes today, so here we are. Anyways, I want to start this—well, it's going to be just a one-segment episode here. But basically, there was that shooting in Jacksonville, Florida, earlier this week that killed three African Americans at a Dollar General store. CNN notes— That the shooting claimed the lives of Angela Michael Carr, 52, Anolt Joseph A.J. Langurey, 19, and Gerald Gallian, 29, and from every account, even Ron DeSantis, like talked about it. Investigators talked about it. The gunman seemed to be motivated with racial intentions. CNN writes the gunman identified as 20-year-old Ryan Christopher Palmeter left racist writings and used racial slurs before launching the attack Saturday and then killing himself. Palmeter had worked at a Dollar Tree from October 21 to 2021, sorry, to 2022, and the sheriff who was investigating it. Sheriff T.K. Waters said here in quotes that there's no question that the killings were racially motivated. He hated blacks, and I think he hated just about everyone that wasn't white. He was armed, of course, with an AR-15 style rifle and a handgun, both purchased legally, by the way, and now the Justice Department is investigating the shooting as a hate crime and an act of racially motivated violent extremism. From everything I understand, it seems like this guy was just Insane. He, of course he left a manifesto that uh, that is always in the makeup. Uh, he seems to have a lot of views that were similar, not completely, not completely the same, but associated with the guy who did the shooting of other African Americans at that supermarket in Buffalo, New York last year. And of course, there's other people like the guy that went into the black church in Charleston in 2015 in South Carolina. And we're seeing more of these attacks, but this just seems like one of those ones that puts off my antennae in my head going, God, this is something that is just atrocious, despicable. And this guy went out because he had issues with the Great Replacement Theory, which I've talked about before. And the reason I'm covering this is not because I want to glorify this motherfucker, not because I want to talk too much about the specifics of this, but because Ron DeSantis did a press conference and got booed. And basically he was booed because a lot of people said your rhetoric was helpful in lighting the match that caused this. Now, I don't know specifically if that is the case, but I'm going to play the clip and then we're going to get into some other takes and all that stuff. Because my question here is, can political rhetoric, especially when you're trying to downplay our history in schools and you're also attacking certain communities, attacking migrants, etc. You also have Rick, Rick Scott, senator from Florida, saying you're not welcome here if you're a socialist, blah, blah, blah. I'll play all that later. But can political rhetoric lead to stuff like this? So that's my big question here. But I'm going to start with this DeSantis thing. It's about a minute 50. I'll play it. He noticeably gets booed, especially in the first half. Even though I will give him credit, he does specifically say that this does seem like it was racially motivated.
1: Well, thank you for doing this. I want to just say to the councilwoman, councilwoman. Councilwoman I got you don't worry about it we've already been looking uh, to identify funds to be able to help one make sure there's adequate security for Edward Waters College we are not going to allow these institutions to be targeted by people we so we have already identified uh, funds from the state of Florida we're gonna be I've been in touch with dr. Faison Uh, We're going to be announcing uh, some stuff tomorrow morning, uh, which I think will help not only with security, but also an attempt to help these families. Uh, The fact of the matter is, you know, you had a major league scumbag come from Clay County up here. And what he did, what he did is totally unacceptable in the state of Florida. We are not going to let people be targeted based on their race. Uh, We are going to stand up, and we are going to do what we need to do to make sure that evil does not triumph in the state of Florida. And that means we are going to work with Edward Waters so that they have whatever security they need. In Florida, we've already given a lot of money to Jewish day schools because they've been targeted with anti-Semitism. Well, let me tell you this, you are not going to target HBCUs in the state of Florida and get away with it. We're going to hold you accountable. We're not going to let it happen. And we thank what everybody's done, TK, the mayor, and just know that the state of Florida stands with the community. Help is on the way. God bless you all.
0: All right. So why I play this, why I bring this up is because there's a lot of talk about whether Florida, Floridian, I guess you could say, politics have anything to do with this. What I mean here is that the NCAA P, I think it was back in May, I don't have it in front of me, but I believe it was back in May, put out a statement, I guess a travel advisory, if you will, basically telling African Americans and minority communities not to go to Florida due to a heightened risk of racial attacks. And there's a lot of people on mainstream media calling out Ron DeSantis and saying, no matter what you say in a press conference, no matter what you do, no matter what you're going to do to harden areas to make sure this doesn't happen again, it's been your attacks on wokeism, on schools, on basically how he's derided civil rights leaders, basically identifying a lot of the causes as woke and kind of basically downplaying radicalism for just mental health issues and his idea that the left is dangerous all this stuff people are saying that his rhetoric inflamed this now i personally do have issues with that now senator mike lee from utah came out and said that it was journalists that are really trying to inflame this because the NAACP, of course, comes out and puts out this travel warning, and then you have the AP putting out a story to back it up, and he's saying this is the media just over-inflating these issues, and it's really the media fanning the flames. I don't think that's true either. I think the media has a right to cover a story, especially when the NAACP itself puts out something warning people. And... I think this gets complicated because I think we have seen over the last decade a general rise in violence and violent rhetoric, especially towards minority communities. And I I don't think it's fair to point that magnifying glass at Ron DeSantis. Yes, he is atrocious on so many issues. And if you guys have listened to this podcast before... And I'm, I'm assuming you have, if you're listening now, that you've heard other episodes. But I, I think it's hard to equate this shooting with him specifically. I, I just think it's a bit of hyperbole. But then again, it plays in my head that you do have politicians, mainly on the right, basically demonizing the other side, which usually means immigrants... Communists, Antifa, BLM, whatever word you want to use. And I have issues with a lot of those groups as well. But I guess you do have to think about how they're over inflating these terms. And then of course, you have Senator Tommy Tuberville, who was back in Minden, Nevada, I think it was Minden, I don't think it was Gardnerville, back in, I think it was October 2022 talking about how he's against reparations because the people that want reparations are committing crimes, basically alluding to how the African-American population only commits crimes. Earlier this week, I mean, you have literally Laura Ingram and Jesse Waters saying that Trump's going to be popular with black voters because of the mugshot. Like, the right has been basically equating crime with the African-American population for a long time. And... Florida's not immune to that either. And so, you know, they've they've managed to be very successful at mixing in communist Antifa, Woke, BLM, all into a package deal of outsiders. And so I don't think directly Ron DeSantis is responsible or his rhetoric is responsible. I'm not at all saying that. But I think when you fear monger and demonize specific groups for long enough it's not out of the world, it's not out of the conversation to think that there's going to be an eventual shooter who internalizes that rhetoric to a point where they do something about it. Now, I'm going to play a video next of Senator Rick Scott of Florida, and I think his video is actually one that I think is more inflammatory than anything Ron DeSantis has said. And this is also a couple months old, but he responds to the travel warning that the NAACP put out by basically saying if you're a communist or a leftist, don't come to Florida. I'm gonna play it and then I'll let you know my thoughts on the other side. Let me give you a, a travel warning. If you're a socialist, communist, somebody that believes in big government, I would think twice. Think twice if you're thinking about taking a vacation or moving to Florida. We're the free state of Florida. We actually don't believe in socialism. We actually know people and we, some people understand lived under it. We know people lived under socialism. It's not good. It's not good for anybody. So if you're thinking about it, if you think about coming authority and you're a socialist or communist, think twice. We like freedom, liberty, capitalism, things like that. Yeah, they like capitalism, things like that. Restricting books, making non-traditional people unwelcome, you know, that type of stuff. But anyways, okay, so this is really tough for me. I I clearly think that in this video, Rick Scott again shows that he's pretty damn deplorable, showing that not everyone is welcome in Florida. And also, I think what he says in this clip actually goes back to Donald Trump's new ideas if he was president again about a citizenship test to immigrate to the United States, which, which would be an ideological political test. And there's a lot of good reporting on this where if you're a communist, a socialist, a leftist, you're not welcome. I've talked with many friends about this. Ideological tests are not a good point of reference to let someone into a country because they're pretty arbitrary and also they're just insane in how you're trying to analyze a person. But what I will say here is that I think it is probably not right to blame the rhetoric of a specific individual I'll never forget when there was that baseball shooting back, I I, I want to say, yeah, it was, it was 2017, the congressional baseball game where the so-called Bernie Sanders supporter shot it up, targeting Republicans. Congressman Scalise was the main one that we always talk about getting injured. And, you know, Scalise, to his credit and I think Scalise has really gone down a lot of rabbit holes since then, but Scalise didn't particularly blame Bernie Sanders. Just because the guy supported Bernie Sanders, it didn't mean that it was Bernie Sanders that led the person to do this. People can have their views, but still commit acts separate from what the person has said. And so part of my instinct is is that, yeah, Ron DeSantis has been you know, canceling books that mention anything about gay or trans rights, which I am, as you guys know, I've really turned to be very supportive of those issues, and I, I would die on a hill to make sure every American experiences the rights and freedoms that they should. Ron DeSantis has been awful on that. Ron DeSantis banned AP psychology classes, AP black history classes, What he wants to do with the college board is just bring in sycophants. They've talked about how slaves developed valuable skills from slavery. All this type of bullshit. Rick Scott, who is just literally like a billionaire. or I don't think he's a billionaire. He's not good enough to be that. He's just like a sycophantic multimillionaire who's on a yacht in Italy while he's supposed to manage the Republicans' budget for the GOP, or the the RNC, sorry. But I, I, you know, Rick Scott's saying if you're a communist, a socialist, you're not welcome here. I, I do think that even though I don't think a specific person can guide people to do something, I mean, if you look into this shooter, he was problematic from day one. His track record, which I encourage you to look up, warning signs along the way, records of violence, problems, he still gets a gun legally. Again, I think the main issue here is that another nutbag gets a gun legally. That's probably the, the elephant in the room here. But also, I mean, I do think if you have local, state, and national politicians demonizing specific political groups, saying that Democrats are evil, they're an existential threat, then you mix in BLM, you mix in woke You mix in, you can't come here if you're socialist or communist. And I hate to break it to you guys, but I would imagine that a lot of people, if they're told a communist or socialist, they're going to think of like either a, a white, like latte liberal or, or someone that maybe associates with BLM or Antifa. And so you are inadvertently demonizing a specific part of the population. And so when Rick Scott says none of you are welcome here and Ron DeSantis is constantly battling the woke, I mean, eventually you're going to have someone who takes that too far. So I, I know I'm dancing around. I'm being contradictory on this. It's because I don't really know how to go about this. And I do think that we have a bigger issue. Like we can point fingers at Rick Scott or Ron DeSantis or whoever you want. The bigger issue is that another nutbag got a gun and there were warning signs throughout his entire adolescence into adulthood that probably said he shouldn't own a firearm. And then, of course, I would argue too, though, that I don't think the rhetoric that we're seeing on the American right was probably therapeutic to his values by any means. I mean, it it takes a lot of factors to make someone dangerous, to make someone violent, and you put that all into a really bad crock pot, let that marinate for what, is it eight hours for a good crock pot to work? Yeah, you're gonna see some fucking crazy shit come out of that. And I think that's what we see here. And of course of of course that's part of it, no doubt. But it, it just seems like the radical nature of our country and the basically the liberation of firearms is probably a bigger issue because i mean for example unc university of north carolina saw a faculty member killed which led to an hours-long lockdown before officials even responded to it you had the governor roy cooper staying in touch with local officials and holding a press conference i saw a really just depressing i guess it was an infographic thing that just showed all the texts from students in all these shootings and it's it's depressing to see this and like i i guess what i would say is that of course political rhetoric is part of the equation but it's it's not the full equation here I mean, it, it's, it's just that we have such a broken culture and such a liberation of firearms. And I, I just don't think a lot of countries have this same issue. Like, there was never a day in Spain where I thought, oh, there's a troubled person out there that is going to come into the school I was working at and shoot it up. Now, I, ironically, darkly ironically, the Spanish schools I think had more security, better gates, and better entrance procedures than a lot of our schools here. But that's a whole other topic. But I I think you I, I think it's easier to blame the rhetoric of Ron DeSantis or the rhetoric of Rick Scott or the rhetoric of any of these people and say they're lighting the flames when the reality is is that we have a culture that is completely morally corrupt. and We have too many guns and we have people that are just enjoying that, truly enjoying that. And I can't imagine being a college student right now or a student of any means. I mean, I guess I dodged this because I'm 28 now. I never experienced the amount of lockdowns and just probably constant fear that students ranging from K to 12 to universities feel and to me that's really sad is we are we are basically violating a very important social contract in the United States and what that what that social contract is is that we protect our youth we protect our own so that they can grow to be prosperous that's why we pay taxes, that's why we live in a society, is so that we don't have to worry about our security on a day-in, day-out basis. And right now, that's what we're experiencing. Again, guns are on the table. Again, we're talking about it again. And I just can't think of a way we get around this without talking about limits. I really can't. And Like, I I, I know I'm ranting here, so, you know, if you don't want to hear it, turn the podcast off. But I I don't really care about Ron DeSantis and what he says, even though I think it's bullshit. He's going to get booed because, yeah, he's a shitty dude and a shitty candidate. And I think his record is finally starting to be examined or reexamined, I guess you could say, in Florida. And Rick Scott is also not a good guy. But I don't think these guys are the ones we should focus on, put the magnifying glass on, and hope the sun hits it so it burns them. It's guns. And it's the culture we've created where there are people that think guns are the right apparatus to solve problems. And it's created a really big dilemma in security, safety, and just mental well-being that I don't know if I'm ever going to have kids, but if I did... I'd worry about them going to K through 12, college, grad school, whatever they're gonna do. I'd be worried because you don't really know when you're safe and when you're not anymore. It just seems that what I, what I guess worries me is that I, I, I remember at work a couple months ago we were walked through how to deal with a shooter. As if it's a normality that you just now have to, much like a fire drill, get used to dealing with a shooter, a mass shooter. That's a problem. Instead of thinking about how we deal with a mass shooter, maybe we should look at the consequences of what creates a mass shooter. And I think it's guns. And I think Senator Murphy... I talked about him yesterday. He is slowly becoming my favorite Democrat. I think he's done a lot, not enough, because there's not enough of a consensus. But instead of preparing for the next shooting, I think we need to prepare to... Basically, sorry, I'm stuttering here. We need to prepare how to stop the next one and create policies so there's less of them down the road. And that means... Actually, yes, the Republicans and the right are correct expand mental health mental health is always the issue with a shooter because of course you're not going to go shoot something up if you're mentally well and happy i think that's a a pretty obvious fucking point but then at the same time mental health care and aid can only go so far in a country where unless you have a good job in government or in the private sector You have to get your own help. And then on the side, we have liberal gun policies. You mix that into, again, a crockpot. I'm going to use that analogy again. You let that marinate, it creates a problem. So we can point figures, figures, fingers. We can point fingers as much as we want. And sometimes we should. Like I think Ron DeSantis, notice by the way, I'm not saying Ron DeSantis, Rob DeSantis. Because this is an issue that I, I don't think it's worth making fun of him. And I will actually, for once, give my condolences t- to Florida and him, in a sense, is that he's responding like I think anyone should. Again, Ron DeSantis should remain governor, not run for president. But his, his responses are good here. I, I, I don't have a lot of issues with the stuff I played. Rick Scott's a whole other thing, but I, I just think that you can blame rhetoric so far, but I guess there's a lot of countries out there that have crazy rhetoric. Like, as you guys know, I've covered Spain, I've covered Germany, I've covered France, I've covered Greece, I've covered Serbians. They all have problems, but in all these countries, they just haven't liberalized gun policies. So, I mean, as you guys know, like I, I on paper support the Second Amendment and I don't think we should get rid of it. But at the same time, we are the only country that sees this happening time and time again. And I understand that repealing, reversing the Second Amendment would require a constitutional convention. That would probably be the easiest way because we're not going to get 66 percent of the Senate to do anything about it. So we're not going to get rid of the Second Amendment is what I'm trying to get to here. So if you can't get rid of the Second Amendment, you need to create policies that allow it to exist, but also recognize that metropolitan areas especially cannot be experiencing the system the way it is right now. No one's trying to take your guns There's been no politician, maybe Beto O'Rourke is the closest, but there's not been any politician who's actually actively trying to take your guns. It's just not a thing. But I am just sick of hearing about freshman and sophomore college students not enjoying their $80,000 a year experience and then having to worry about getting shot along the way. But sadly, that to me is the American dream right now, is that you have crazy student loans. You get into a college that maybe doesn't even teach exactly what you want. And then you also get to worry about shooters. I, I just think just that sentence I put out there just tells me that like, we seriously need to look in the mirror. We seriously need to look in the mirror. So again, I'll just reiterate it one more time. We can point fingers at Ron DeSantis and Rick Scott, who are both deplorable. But it's it's not their fault in this case. It's a fault of our system. It's a fault of our culture. And it's a fault of where we're going. I will full stop with that. Anyways, you can find me on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean. You guys know the rest. Have a great rest of your day, I guess. I'm recording this at night, but yeah, the rest of your day. A vida sane. Adios. Gracias.